Dadeology Coach. <laughs> Hi, Substack, a Dadeology Coach Substack podcast. Hi, guys. How are you? Hi, Sarah. Hey. hey. Um, all right. I, I say, that, should we jump right into this one? Because yeah. it's a follow-up. We love follow-up. So this is a follow-up from last week's train wreck where um, the woman was talking about how she brought a ghoster back from the dead. Yeah. Yeah. And she did it by like, first she texted him repeatedly and he didn't answer. Right. And then um, she finally, she texted him and said, this is awful. I feel awful. I want to talk about this. Yeah. This and hurts he was, me. Right. And he responded because he was afraid he was going to wake up and find a fucking rabbit in a pot on, on the stove. Uh-huh. So here's her follow-up from this week because uh, she met up with him, Sarah. I brought a man back from ghosting. You can watch the viral video about that. And if you want to know more, I want to talk about the conversation we had when we came back together. My desire was to have an open and honest conversation. He took me to dinner. We sat face-to-face. And I started by sharing vulnerably my experience of him disappearing. I told him how it hurt me. I told him the stories that I had going on in my head about my unworthiness and my unlovableness. I shared with him about my abandonment wounds and I didn't make him wrong. That vulnerability gave him permission to open up and he shared where he got scared and misheard something that I said and started pulling away. We went deep into our fears and insecurities about relationships. He didn't make excuses. He fully owned his part here. And at the end, I made a request that if he feels like he's getting scared again, to let me know to open up and to lean in. And time will tell if he honors that. Yeah, spoiler alert, he's not going to do that. (sighs) Wow, Sarah. That that sounds like a super fun date. That sounds like a really great date. I cannot, I cannot tell people how much of a bad idea it is to trauma dump i can't imagine a more unhealthy dynamic (laughs) i can't can't. never ever ever trauma dump on a first date no never and she said then she she kind of changed the story well we've known each other for a few months funny because you didn't say that in the last video um and not say that she what she did say was that they had been communicating for about a, a, a few days. Right. At the point that he ghosted her. Right. Like, no. She's like, no, but, you know, the le- the connection and the levels. Okay. And, and there was just, yeah, okay. A lot of times people think that if they encounter somebody who also has a history of trauma, they're like, oh, we're just, we're kindred spirits. Uh-huh. You know, we just <laughs> understand each other. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, no, like never, not necessarily don't, don't fall into that, into that trap because what could end up happening is you just could end up like re-traumatizing each other over and over and over again. That's what I, yeah, that's kind of what I meant when I said like, I can't really imagine a more unhealthy dynamic for the beginning of a relationship. And, And when something like that happens, when you kind of get into that really intense thing with someone else with a hit, with a history of trauma, that is a sign to you that maybe you haven't really fully recovered from or, or you're, there, there's still some wounds that you need, that need healing. Well, it's, yeah, you're making it the center of your identity, right? Yes. There's a, there's a reason you're leading with trauma. Right. Yep. Um, I feel like this woman would be very surprised to hear this because like she, she clearly thinks she's like the paradigm of mental health. Yes. Like she really thinks she did something here. Mm-hmm. She thinks she saved him 
and that she's an exemplar of mental health. <laughs> yes. And she also thinks, see, it's the way she's framing it. Uh, last week, I, I brought a guy back from ghosting. You can go watch the viral video. First of all, it didn't really go that viral. Second of all, she's bragging. I brought a guy back from ghosting. Yeah. No, you I didn't. I brought a guy back. I did what you the didn't. End. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the end. I I got a guy. That's it. Yeah. That's it. it yeah. And it's, and it's framing it as though it's an accomplishment when it's not. It's the encouraging women to be, you know, it's that whole feminine energy and being vulnerable. Vulnerability is great, but there, there's different types of vulnerability. I um, agree. And I don't, I, I don't think vulnerability is really something you should play up. Right. As a woman dating men. You're right. already vulnerable. I right. promise you. Right. <laughs> They're already aware of your mm-hmm. vulnerabilities. Right. Um, so I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, we've talked already about how like feminine masculine energy is garbage anyway. Mm-hmm. Especially masculine energy. <laughs> garbage energy. I'm the trash man. I'm trash all over the ring. Yeah. I, there's, uh, no, vulnerability, it's the cornerstone. It's the key to emotional intimacy, 100%. But this, I think vulnerability needs to be revealed in increments. Well, I think there's vulnerability and then there's availability. Right? There's vulnerability and there's openness. Vulnerability to me means like you're you're walking around like an open wound. Right. There's there's a raw like you don't want to be raw. Vulnerability yes, you're being open and available versus you're being raw. Yeah. You, and by raw, we're talking about like you're an exposed nerve, right? Because vulnerable, I don't. I mean, I don't think I'm reaching here when I'm saying like the there's a there's an implication that if you're vulnerable, you're susceptible to additional pain, right? <laughs> yes, I yes. I think that's the implication of vulnerable. Yeah. So I don't know. I I would not um, set that as a goal personally. Yeah. Uh, but now let's also talk about his absolute utter fucking bullshit excuse about. Oh, oh I thought you said, I huh. oh I, I misunderstood you. Oh, because he at any time could have said, "Wait a minute, you said this," and so. Well, wouldn't you love to know what he thought he misheard? Right. <laughs> Right. She she pretty conveniently leaves that out, right? Because I I mean I would bet that he heard her correctly and just didn't like what he heard, right? And now that he's in this uncomfortable situation, he's claiming that he misunderstood it, or right. misconstrued it, or read too much into it, or whatever. Yes. When in fact he just made a judgment call in the moment. Yes. And tried to slip away. <laughs> yeah. Um. I've heard this before. Uh-huh. I've heard the, oh, he thought I said something else. No, he didn't. No, he, no, he didn't. didn't. You just, and, you put him on the spot. Right. And let's say he did. If he wanted to. He could ask he, for clarification. He could ask for clarification. Yeah. Now, and he had plenty of opportunities because she relentlessly, not relentlessly, but she kept texting him. She followed up a couple of times. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's not how someone acts when they're into you, but scared. That's a trope. Once again, I'm going to quote Jack Jack Berger. You know, oh, well, what if he, you know, he likes you, but he's afraid of his feelings? Yeah, that's pretty much code for he's just not that into you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Now, so, I do think, I mean, just to clarify, I do mm-hmm. think that men are trash at decoding and understanding their feelings, at processing their feelings. I could see how maybe some men are surprised to discover they have a feeling. Maybe they can't identify or name the feeling, mm-hmm. but fear that manifests as ghosting is a real stretch. Mm-hmm. And yeah. again, like just just a way of excusing shitty male behavior, really. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, yes. Which is yes. really all this is. Like she's bragging that she got a ghost to come back from the dead but like let's try bragging about not being ghosted how about right. that <laughs> let's do that that's the real let's brag yeah i just i cannot it's it, it, it you're gonna start things off you, you, someone put, wrote a comment on the post and they're absolutely right like right. congratulations you formed a trauma bond exactly yeah yes <laughs> job internet (laughs) was that secretly you yeah (laughs) no No, that's too brilliant i would have wanted everyone to know that was me um but that's exactly what we're talking about you you can Uh become trauma bonded i mean again this is this is rob and sarah from high fidelity (laughs) This this is two wounded vulnerable people who are hurting yeah who are just i mean they're not even listening to each other at this point right they're just like oh your turn is over now i can talk about my pain right and that's the relationship yep <laughs> it's not great it's not not great bob no you, you just don't want that let them ghost please just let them go for the love of all that is holy let them ghost it- because you will one day want to ghost also and yeah. you will want to be let go you'll want to right. be freed Yes. <laughs> Go forth and ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so don't do this. This is, and, and I do like, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't like criticizing people. And I always get that, you know, if, if I'm, I'm, if I'm direct in my response, if I say, no, don't do this, da, 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 you know, I got someone responding in her comments that I'm fairly sure was her or somebody <laughs> that she knows. <laughs> It's the person created an account the same day she re- recorded the first or around that time. Yeah. And they said, you know, for a dating coach, you seem very dot, dot, dot. And I said, actually, anonymous internet commenter, I'm a trauma-informed dating coach. This is 100% my wheelhouse. I hate that, you know, just because I'm a dating coach does not mean I can't have a strong opinion. It doesn't mean I can't disagree with another woman. It right. doesn't, it, it just, it, it doesn't, is the word preclude? I think so. Mm-hmm. It doesn't preclude me from being me. Yeah. Like this is who I am. I am a very, I, I, I speak this way. I'm very direct. I'm very succinct. I try not to be abrasive, 
but this is just who I am. And there are certain things that I'm going to call out if, if I think it's unhealthy. I mean, if people think you're blunt, I guess it's a good thing I'm not on the internet very much. Well, uh, but I'm, you know, I'm the trauma informed. So people expect me to be much softer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not who I am. I can see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're not supposed to say something like that. And you're supposed to think this. And you know what? I'm a complex person. I'm layered like anybody else. I try, but I am exceptionally empathetic and attuned but sometimes i feel i feel thank you for saying that i sometimes i feel very strongly about things and i and i am gonna say it and boy was this fucking awful (laughs) this was was. bad don't encourage other women to do this don't do this on a first date if the wrong guy is gonna take they're gonna you're gonna give them a roadmap of how to hurt you exactly so don't yeah i mean in this case she lucked out because she just got another wounded soul maybe well actually yeah we don't know if she looked out um, yeah but yeah i mean this is really this is really dangerous yeah give men this much information this early this much power over you mm-hmm. yeah you don't want to do that nope so don't do that <laughs> all right sarah go for it all right on a, on a little bit of a lighter note mm-hmm. we have a question hi I've been on two dates with this great guy so far. We've been talking for three weeks and he's very respectful and also has told me that he likes me. And during our talks, he's including me in the future. My birthday was today and he sent me a beautiful message wishing me happy birthday. I know he's not obligated to ask me out on my birthday, but am I overthinking this? I mean, if he's serious about me, wouldn't he try to make an impression and at least try to see me on my birthday? By the way, we haven't slept with each other. And like I said, he's respectful. Thanks for your insight. All right. Okay, All right. You, you go first. <laughs> well, I just want to say um, this is a real Leo dilemma. <laughs> a Leo dilemma. <laughs> I see that you're a Leo. Uh, I am. Yeah, I, I understand that your birthday is a big deal to you. Uh <laughs> here's what I think the real bottom line is. Is it shitty that he didn't um, ask you out on your birthday or do anything even sounds like at all um, other than send you a message? Yeah, a little bit. Um, But as we have said before on this podcast, I think to many men, the relationship isn't solidified until you've slept together. Yep. Bingo. And so in his mind, he's thinking like, I don't have to do this yet. Boyfriend benefits. Yep. Boyfriend benefits. But well, also... Boyfriend uh, not benefits. Like, he right. He probably... He, I mean, I don't know. He well, he, right, he's not going to give you the boyfriend benefits of taking you out for your birthday. Well, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. For him, it would he, not be a benefit, right? Because <laughs> he's right. got a lot of pressure to get it right. I'm going to kind of disagree with you here. I don't I, think if you're only dating three weeks, he should be obligated to take you out for your birthday. Well, I didn't say take you out. I just said like something. You know, I don't think it should be a big to do, but like you can at least take you out for a dessert. Come on. Come on. Mm, I don't know. It doesn't I, have to be on your birthday, but just, you know, make a date. 
and celebrate the birthday on the date, whether it's on the birthday, on the weekend, whatever. Okay, like, I'm with you on that one. Do so, he's got to just come on, do something right. And the right. reason, so the only reason I'm saying this is because like, man, we celebrate our coworkers' birthdays. Come on. Right, she's writing this on the day of her birthday. Okay, that's so she true. doesn't know. Like maybe a few days later, they went out, and he was like, "Oh, let me let's get a cake, or yeah. let's do something." Or yeah, I hope know. he did. Um, I hope he did too. Because again, like he no, he doesn't have to do like a big over the top thing. Um, even though, like, you're not wrong for wanting that. If you do, no. that's that's also fine to want. But. Yep. You know, you haven't slept together yet. It's not really that serious in his mind. He's probably thinking like, hmm, I have another year before I have to do that. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Most, I don't, I don't know if I should generalize in this way. So, you know, tell me what you think, Kristen. But do you think most men are, um, find gift giving burdensome? And high pressure, and like are kind of bad at it. Yes, oh, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> I've just heard an awful lot of stories about like men getting their wives vacuums for Christmas. You know, yeah, they're just terrible at it. They don't know what they're doing. Right. Well, because they don't listen. <laughs> right. They don't care. That's the problem. Um. Yeah. But. But I also think like, eh, you're kind of both right here. <laughs> Yeah, he should have done something, but it it probably shouldn't have been as big as you're likely thinking it ought to have been. Yeah, but let's wait it out because you know it's only been a few days. Right. Well, it's been three weeks total, right? And that they were dating two dates since her birthday. Yeah, two dates. So yeah, after two dates, like like I said, I think it would have been classy if he took you out for dessert. Mm -hmm. That's. Anything else would be like concerning, I think. Yes. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Uh thank you. Next thing. All right. Yeah, follow up with us if you want. We're we want follow to follow up. We love the we love the follow up, yeah. please. Okay. I'd like your opinion on a dating experience I recently had. I met and dated a man for three months from a site from a dating site. We hit it off from the start and had a lot of fun and he said all the right things. Very personable, got along with my friends and family, and was very affectionate. <laughs> I had a lot of pain in my side one evening. Gallbladder? Not sure yet. My sister took me to the ER. We had plans that evening, which I had to cancel for obvious reasons. Morphine from ER visit. Hmm. He said he had to go to a celebration of life, but would call afterward, and that it ended at 8 p.m. I didn't hear from him, so at 10 p.m., I text him to see if he's okay. He said, excuse me? He said he was taking care of his drunk buddy because he had girlfriend issues and had been drinking all day and was a mess. I replied by saying, so a drunk buddy trumps a sick girlfriend, LOL. He responded with the prayer emoji. I didn't hear from him the entire next day, which was a Sunday. I text him to ask what was going on. He called and was very defensive and said, you could have you called me. Why don't you ever call me? We work opposite shifts, him afternoons, I work days. We talked it out a little bit, but I was still hurt. Long story short, the following Friday, we went to a local concert and had a blast. Saturday, we had plans to go to a pool party. He called to say his buddy, same and only buddy, was upset about the girlfriend again and needed to talk. So he told me he'd be late to the party. 
He came late to the party and left early because he said he had to let his dog out. At this point, I'm feeling disrespected and not a priority in light in his life. We said goodnight with a quick half-hearted hug and kiss. I didn't hear from him for four days after that. I didn't text or call him either. But after four days, I asked, what's up? Did you meet someone else or just lose interest? What should I tell people when they ask? Told him that I guess I was looking for closure. After a couple of hours, he said, silence is golden, prayer emoji. Pissed me off that he didn't have enough courage or respect to have a conversation about why things ended. But told him I hoped he finds what he is looking for and wished him luck. Took a lot for me not to send the middle finger emoji, but I like to keep things civil. My question is, why can I not let it go? It's been almost a month. I often wonder why things went from so fun to ending so abruptly and that I felt so blindsided. I don't feel I got the closure I was looking for and I needed to know, but it, but no, I never will. I'd like to move forward and put that dating failure behind me, but I'm struggling to do so. Any advice on how would be greatly appreciated. You're struggling to move on because you want to know what happened. Right. And he, I mean, he designed it that way. Right. Like, he, and I think he, he did disrespect you. He did hurt you intentionally. Right. He was a piece of shit. Right. And I, and I think, Sarah, are we going to agree on this one? Clearly dating somebody else. I don't know. I mean, by now, maybe. Yeah. No. Is that I, the reason? I, I don't know. I think he was dating somebody else. And see, and I think that that's what so it's gnawing at you. What happened? Right. Where did it go wrong? I, I don't understand. It's because you don't understand. And the thing is that you need to understand. Here's what you do need to understand. If you go to him and say, what happened? Did you meet someone else? He's not going to tell you. No. He's going to lie. Or he might be a complete douchebag and he might tell you. But the thing to remember is if you go and ask what happened, they're, they're not going to tell you the truth. No matter what, unless you like <laughs> fucking inject him with truth serum, <laughs> yeah. you're never going to hear from him what happened. Right. And so you. Well, I think it might be more accurate to say like, you'll never know if he's telling you the truth. You'll never know if he's telling you the truth. Yeah. So. So there's, there's literally nothing he could say that would be satisfying. No, yeah. At this point, forget forget about closure. Closure is a myth. Yeah, it's not real. But at least other people giving you closure, <sighs> right? Yeah, because you never know. You don't know if they're telling the truth. However, you can give yourself closure by by saying, by d write the narrative, write the narrative yourself. This is what happened. He wasn't who I thought he was. He met somebody else. He just lost interest. This just wasn't right for him. Yeah. He wasn't a good guy. That's it. So that's the big part of why you're having a hard time letting this go is because you don't know what – it's a puzzle. Right. Well, you know, except it, I think you <laughs> – one of those things that you just fired off is the truth. We're not going to know which. Right. We do know for sure, like, he's not a good guy. Right. We know that. Right. <laughs> Um, so that could be, yeah, that could just be the beginning and end of the story. Like, I mean, he's, he's just a dick. Just a, fuck that guy. Yeah. You know, like that's it. He's just a dick. And it's, you know, you're, you're 
jonesing for the dopamine and well now i think she you know, just wants a fight because she's obviously mad i mean i'm and, mad and too silence i'm is mad older. for her yeah sir go fuck yourself sir right <laughs> who do you think you it's, are the dalai lama yeah i just i, I told him what should i do? four days later did you meet someone else what I, I didn't text or call him, but after four days, I asked, what's up? Did you meet someone? What should I ask? Told him that I guess I was looking for closure. After a couple hours, he says, silence is golden. What does he even mean by that? I what is that I'm trying mean? to say, like, bitch, I'm trying to ghost you. <laughs> right? He's either yeah. saying that or he's saying, like, leave me alone. Yeah, he is. Leave me alone, leave me alone, you alone. nag. <laughs> you women and your nagging <laughs> by which men mean speaking yeah stop holding me accountable for my shitty behavior you know that's all it could mean it, yeah is either like take a hint or yeah stop stop speaking yeah yeah that's and thus I have to say again with feeling fuck that fuck guy this guy. <laughs> this guy is a toolbox yeah. God, just what an utter turd this guy is yeah yeah just such an asshole Probably not even vaccinated just going to pool parties fuck this guy <laughs> pool parties <laughs> and the friend what friend is like what friend is opening up about that shit? Exactly. Get the fuck out of here. I don't. I just don't believe you. I don't believe. I don't believe them. Men are not confiding in one another about their relationships. Full stop. Yeah, they're just. They're just not. That's why I said he's with a woman. That. That's my. That's what I think is, is happening on that one. So fuck that it's guy. Not, yeah. You're not going to get closure, but you can give it to yourself. You're not going to get closure for him. You're, you're going to, but you can give it to himself. Yeah. You're having a hard time moving on because it's a puzzle. So solve the puzzle. And because it's infuriating. Yes, because he's a fucking asshole. And you're like, did he just send me the fucking prayer emoji? And then say no, silence is golden. No, he did not just do that. Right? You're gobsmacked. I mean, fuck this guy. Join a fuck monastery. Fuck you. Right. Silence is golden. Douche. <laughs> I hate this guy. I hate him. Okay. Brace yourself for this one. Respect a man's dating process. A man needs a little bit longer to process what he wants to do with you and the relationship. How he wants to move the relationship forward or if he wants to move the relationship forward. The thing is a man can see you be totally enamored by you, totally attracted to you, and be swept away by your beauty and your feminine presence, and still not know if he wants to do something long-term with you. So this is why it's really important for you to not get super hopped up in the beginning, because a man oftentimes needs time to go away from all of your beauty that he feels so connected to, to really realize and decide, do I want to take this relationship to the next level? 
do I connect with this person on a different level than just her beauty? And this is why so often a girl doesn't understand why a guy comes on so strong at first and she feels super connected to him, so she doesn't understand why he poofs and disappears. And it's because, this is because dating is a process and you must respect the process. Okay, so this is why you have to emotionally pace yourself in that beginning phase. Because remember, a guy will feel connected to you physically, sexually, and not think about anything else. You will feel the same type of connection, but oftentimes it'll go seep a lot deeper and you feel all these deeper emotional connections and you're connecting on this deep level. He's connecting on this physical level. And so he needs time to go away from you for a moment process. Is this real? Do I really want something long-term with this person? And oftentimes a guy will go away and decide that he doesn't. And this shocks the woman. So give things a month, sometimes a little longer, but um, don't go past three months without knowing where his intentions lie and where you both want to take this. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that, was, well, that was a lot. <laughs> I didn't know you just could repeat it that long. Yeah, they do. You can do three month, three minutes now. Um, she like just three repeat, months. She just, yeah, she went. Which just is went how long she recommends you let a guy leave you hanging on the hook. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to quote Miranda Hobbs. When, what's her face? Charlotte met Trey. She was like, I think he's the one. And, and Samantha said, oh, he's in blue ball hell. Yeah. And Miranda says, oh, his, his light was on. And Charlotte doesn't know what she's talking about. And she's like, and Miranda explains, when a guy's ready for a relationship, his light goes on. And then the next woman he meets. Right. Like, and I agree with that. <laughs> Like, just whoever you're with. <laughs> I just... I, do, I mean, that, some people do that. I, I mean, men and women. Just literally, that's the only way I can explain their relationships. It's just like they decided, like, I'm done. Whoever's next. That's it. I just, think, <laughs> I just think that, like, if they're not in a place where they want a relationship, no matter how great the right. woman is that they meet, they're not going to commit to her. No matter how great she is. Oh, of course. Right. That's why so many women who are great are having a terrible time dating. Right. Yeah. So once they decide, but see, once they decide, that's when they're like actually looking and paying attention to stuff that matters in a long-term relationship. And sometimes. they're recognizing. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. I, but I, literally just musical chairs, you know? I just, honestly, I agree with Miranda. Their light is on. Yeah. F fuck this. Oh, he's so connected to you physically and emotionally. And he has to go away. And was he going on a fucking spiritual journey? Right. Yeah. Well, no. you know, silence is golden. So he's got to go. Oh, my God. He's got to go meditate or whatever. You know, what? if he knows, he knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that was like a really long way of excusing men's shitty behavior. Right. Once again. And just mm -hmm. telling women to wait it out. Yeah. 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 Give him time. Give him time to come to come around. Give him time to figure it out. No. No. We're not we're not giving men time anymore. I mean, why? Right. Because you know what? It's not like there's like 
really that big a prize at the end of this. Like, let's say, let's say you meet the one. Right. You're going to be enamored with him for maybe about two years. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's how long the, uh, that's right. how long. And then you've got the rest of your life to be annoyed that he didn't put the twist tie back on the bread or whatever, you know? Right. That's how long attraction typically, and, and, um, dopamine. That's yeah. how long that typically about a year to 18 months. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, truly like there's no, there's no prize at the end of this. Right. Right. <laughs> Prince Charming is still a man. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> like the, 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 we produce enough dopamine to keep, to stay together long enough to create a child and then, and then have the baby. Right. And then, like that's yeah, it. and then every day after that is like, still doing this yeah okay yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much which is not i mean which is not to say like oh don't try like don't, you know don't get married whatever like i'm i'm not saying that i'm i'm not even saying marriage is bad relationships relationships are bad or even that men are inherently bad but i am saying that whoever you're with <laughs> like eventually they're eventually you're going to think about not being with them right <laughs> and you're yeah. gonna decide that would also be fine at which point like you could decide you know are you gonna you're gonna continue or not but like yeah. i guess all of this is just a way of saying like eventually you can think about this other person in a level-headed manner mm-hmm and not be guided by emotions or fear of like dying alone or whatever. Yeah. So no, forget about this three months thing. Either he knows or he doesn't. Right. And I, I at the very least after like three or four dates, they should know, is this somebody that I think I could have a long-term relationship with? Right. Yep. Like that's after not like, that hard. Yeah. It's not. No. It's not. It's not. Is this hard. somebody, is this something I want to pursue? Yes or no? Right. It shouldn't take them three months. No. You know, because a guy who, who a guy who's ready is going to recognize this is a great woman. This is a great catch. I should not let her go. Do you think she's saying it might take three months for, for the relationship to become exclusive? Because that, I think, is a pretty reasonable timeline. Um, but I, I'm just not sure that's what she's saying. Uh, it, yeah. It, to me, it, it just sounds sound- like she's excusing men's shitty behavior. Right. It just sounds like you've got to give men time. Because, you know, women, blah, 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 get attached, blah, 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 emotion. But men, you know, it's mostly just about the visual. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> okay. Let let's let's okay. Men are more visual. That's a myth. And and do you know why it's a myth? Because of men's shitty behavior. Well, no, this was debunked <laughs> because a, a, a bunch of scientists basically did like an audit of all of these mm-hmm. um, experiments that were done, uh, where they were trying to test uh, sexual arousal and and. And what aroused men and what aroused women. Okay. And, you know, the reason why we came to the conclusion and why so many findings were that 
the men were more visual because they saw um they saw brain the, the based on the brain activity right when they did mri scanning when they would put certain stimuli in front of men in front of, in front of women and what they realized because when they did this audit uh, was these findings came from tests where there were first there were uh, there were um, MRI scans where certain stimuli were put in front of men and women, and then there were self-reporting tests where people had to report: did this arouse you? Did this not arouse you? Etc. So, with the MRI scans, it wasn't the brain activity was wasn't different. Mm-hmm. It wasn't different based on gender. It was different based on the stimuli. Okay. So it's not that women were not aroused by something visual. They were aroused by something visual, but just something different, a different type of visual right. than what men were aroused by. Right. And as far as the self-reporting, well, stop me if you've heard this, but women a lot of times get shamed into admitting that they like sex. Well, not only that, but depending on what they were showing women, like women could have honestly reported like, nope, not a single visual you showed me. Right. (laughs) Exactly. So the tests were faulty. Yeah. So this whole men are more visual. That's wrong. It is not a thing. Stop it. Um, So this whole idea of, you know, men and they're just caught up. They're they're caught up in your beauty and they're, they're caught up in this and the physical. No, no. No. I mean, I do think um, aesthetics are their primary motivation early in dating, right? Like, yes, but if that's they don't, because... Yes. If they don't like the look of you, right. they won't and even that, acknowledge you. But that's about that's from about society. That's societal conditioning. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think that... I just think that plays into the myth. Right? Because yeah. men are very... Um, concerned yeah. with but what I women just, look like. I just don't think she's talking like that's all men like, are care about in the first few months, and I don't agree with that. Yeah, she says a lot, and yet she says nothing, right? And yet she says nothing. Interesting. You know, she's, How she's tropes and stereotypes, and women need to be this, and what men need to be that, and yeah, no. No more excusing men's bad behavior and giving them all sorts of time to figure out what they want. Fuck them. Especially if it's framed that way. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going away to think about whether I like right. you. Exactly. Where, where are you going? What um, are you talking about? Are you climbing a mountain? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, you should you don't know? Of course you like me. I'm great. That's the response. <laughs> right. That's it. It shouldn't be I need time. Right. Time you for either, what? Time, exactly. Time for what? It's been three months or it's been a month, or it's been six weeks, or whatever. Like, you should know, and I think she clarifies this in the TikTok, where he, you know, the direction of the relationship, or what he sees, yeah. what he wants from it. So it's not about exclusivity. It's about okay. figuring out what he wants. Exclusivity, okay, after three months, okay. That's that's a fit. That's a fair timeline. Well, don't you think by figuring out what he wants, we're really saying figuring out whether he chooses to be exclusive with this no. person? No. no. I think she's saying it takes him about three months to figure out if he wants to have a relationship with you. No, it doesn't. 
nope, 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 nope. I don't think it's about exclusivity. I think it's about whether or not they want to have a relationship. But that's the only way it makes sense. <laughs> Is it? Uh, okay. Well, and I'm not saying it does make sense. Like, I mean, again, she says a lot and yet very little. But like, Very little. <laughs> the only way that this makes sense is if we're talking about exclusivity. Because again, like, most of us make pretty quick judgments, right? About, just, like, the role mm-hmm. that a person will play in our lives or that we want mm-hmm. them to have in our lives. I just think she's saying that it takes a, a, a guy a long time to figure out uh, if he wants to keep dating somebody. Right. And I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true either. And fuck this femininity bullshit. Please stop. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Sarah, <laughs> fucking final thoughts. <laughs> I would just like to reiterate that masculine energy is trash energy. <laughs> Because any, literally any behavior coded as masculine yeah, is trash. Is trash. All right. That's all. all. (laughs) Subscribe to our Patreon and hear another, uh, hear our full length weekly episodes. They're completely different episodes. Patreon.com slash datologypod. Submit a question. Go to datologycoach.com. Submit a question. Uh, follow me on TikTok at Datology Coach. Follow me on Instagram at the Kristen C H R I S T A N M. Um, write the best dating profile ever workshop September eighth. Master online dating workshop September fifteenth. And these are for relationship focused singles, people who want to find people who are emotionally available and in relationships. So go to datologycoach.com and click the workshops tab. Sarah, yeah. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Oh, you too. You too. I hope you me. do no work. Uh, you know me. That's. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. But guys, have a great weekend. Take some time off, and we will talk to you next week. Love you, bye. Love you, bye.